Hello and welcome to Talking Home Renovations with House Maven. I am your host, Catherine McPhail. I'm an architect. I practice in Eastern Massachusetts. And most of my work is additions and renovations to existing homes. So I was thinking, well, how can I help people understand this process better? And I thought that my clients would be well served by having a podcast they could listen to that would have information that they need while they're making decisions or just thinking their project through. So I started this podcast and I started interviewing vendors and experts, other architects, contractors, and it's two years later turned into a podcast that has sometimes has renovation stories and sometimes I talk about how our buildings can affect our mental health. And today is one of those episodes So I'm talking to a fellow architect, Isra Banks. Isra is a registered architect in Massachusetts. She's the founder and principal of Trivec Architects and faculty at Boston Architectural College. That's where Isra received her Master of Architecture. She has over 16 years of experience designing large and medium scale projects in Boston, Dubai, and Abu Dhabi. In her work and research, she has focused on promoting health and mental health by design. Isra and I are both board members of Artemis, which is Architects and Designers Mutual Aid Society. She and I are involved with getting that organization off the ground together. Anyway, here's my conversation with Isra. We're going to be talking about how to make our houses healthier for our mental health and our physical health through design. So my number one favorite is sunlight. One fact that when they did a study on students, they found that the more sunlight there was in classrooms, the better their exam and learning performance was. And the students who got better, sun, more sunlight had uh, much higher scores than students who, who were sitting in rooms that, that did have natural light. Also, there's research about microbes in, in our houses. So, so the, the more we're evolving, the more our houses are tending to be more enclosed and less open to, to the outside. And they found out this is encouraging the growth of new, new kinds of germs, new kinds of bacteria, indoor bacteria. And there's even kind of bacteria that thrives in, in sunlight that goes through a window. So so there's a, there's this difference. It, it, even if you have a window, you want to open it at certain points. So bacteria would die when people open the window and have fresh air. And that the sunlight that comes through the opening, it's it's different from sunlight that comes through a window. So you mean having windows that actually open is important? Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah, it improves mental health. It improves learning abilities and all that. Probably my second favorite would be privacy. Mm. Now, privacy, that's something that I'm into. You know, I don't know if we have talked about it previously, but I'm not a fan of open plan of everybody just being in the same room all the time. Is that what you mean by privacy? Well, I I don't mind open plan, but... It, it, it depends. What you want to have is a certain sequence of privacy levels. You want to have, you know, the public, semi-public or semi-private, and then private. So, and the other thing, you need people to have choices so they don't use the same, the same route all the time. 
uh, one study, I think one of my professors did, um, his name was Herb Childress. He did study on houses that you have entry. So this is not much about privacy. This is about, about relation, family relationships. Um, and this, but it falls into the, the organization of the house. So he had entry, stairs, and then children go up to their bedrooms once they come from school immediately. And the other setting is entry, living room, stairs, they go up to their bedrooms. And they found that families who have their children pass through the living room and then go to the stairs, they might meet mom, dad, another sibling and go up. They had better school performance and better school behavior than the children who came immediately from school and the stairs was in, 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 the, in the house entry and then went up immediately. So this is, this is a, um, how do you put it? Um, proximity versus privacy, or you're, you're giving them an option to meet mom and dad, not just complete privacy. So that's kind of the opposite. But again, you need to think about these privacy levels, like what when people have complete privacy, when do they have a semi? And it, it needs to be well thought, and there needs to be uh, clear boundaries about what's public, what's private. So what would a what would a clear boundary look like? Meaning a door, a door. <laughs> so people. Door. So meaning meaning that if someone's in their room and the door is closed, it's clearly a private space. Clearly private. Right. Which so that makes sense for a bedroom. But then what about like the Privacy. private public spaces? Like semi-public for let's say for a living room. So in some cultures, uh, it's pretty common that they have a family living room and then a reception room for, you know, guests. It's, it's very controversial because a lot of people have that reception room, but they don't use it. Uh, and it's just for, you know, parties and occasions. But I know if you look back in history all the way back to Sumerians and you find that someone posted a plan on a, a Facebook with the architects group, uh, the architect uh, plan and on a on a stone from the Sumerian times, and it had that setting. It had uh, a reception room, and then the courtyard. That's when Nazu <laughs> was putting it as the open concept because it, it all the activities happen in the courtyard where they're cooking, they're they're having their daily conversations, all the daily activities, and then. The rooms are in, in, in private rooms and bedrooms gets uh, around the courtyard or you, you, when you look at it you see that guests are rarely unless they're family they're rarely in the courtyard they're they're outside and and that's when they had that's i i don't <laughs> we don't have records from that period but another period is when they they had a guest for a longer period so if you if you have uh, someone who's going to stay for a couple of weeks or a month that they have kind of their private wing uh, to the to, to the outside of the side of the house. So did those guests ever get to go into the courtyard? I mean, I would think if they were there. Probably they would do for breakfast or depends on uh, if they're men. I don't I don't expect them to be in the courtyard at, at, at this period hmm. of time. Okay. Yeah. 
if they, if they were just men, they're probably going to have their breakfast in their wing with okay, other well, men. What if they're women or would women not? If they're women, I would assume that they would spend, well, it depends on how comfortable they are. If, if they're friends with the other women, they would come in. If they're not, they don't want to disturb the family, they're going to stay in their private wing. Hmm. So what period is this that you're talking about? Uh, this, like- that's, that would be um, Islamic period. Still, that was still happening. I worked in Abu Dhabi, and uh, it was it was very clear. They're still they're still using it in their traditional homes, and they call it majlis, which means sitting. That's the reception room. Is called that yes, reception. Okay, so a sitting room for guests, basically, which we had here too in traditional. Um, in the traditional homes and we still kind of do. And, and you know, I run into that with people saying they never use their living room. Mm-hmm. Right. So the living room or the parlor would have been that idea here too. Yeah. But, but uh, let's say in Abu Dhabi, it's completely separate. So I, I know that the reception room, that the level of privacy is completely, is completely clear that this is, this is kind of a different, some houses or some villas, it's completely separated from the, uh, the, the residence. Mm. And that's so, a good thing. So in terms yeah. of our mental health, it's a good thing to have that kind of privacy. Yeah. How, how do you think that could translate to, um, you know, a contemporary, a modern home? I'm trying to make a point that uh, how we evolved. Oh, okay. From, yeah. But no, that's not the The norm is there has there were this these options in the past, but we at this point um, the level of privacy is what we're comfortable with. Mm. So uh, it's different. Similar is to I asked a friend who uh, specialized in, in mental health about uh, what colors what what colors do you recommend for mental health, and she she said. Their research proved in the 60s or 70s, they thought that pastel, and she said, this is ridiculous. Pastel colors are good for mental. This is ridiculous because uh, it depends on the person themselves, what makes them feel happy. So this is subjective. You can't, and same thing with privacy. There are probably general ideas about people need bedrooms and you just moms let's say need to change in a private place and kids teenager probably need to need their own space to change um, so that's a common level of privacy but the point I'm, I was trying to make is that level is different from one culture to another culture yeah and okay. what you need to do is to make make these levels like private semi-private semi-public and then public so the public could be the yard. Okay. So I would say semi-public the yard. The street would be public. The street. So the front porch would be public. Yeah. Right. And then as you get, then there's the public, more private public spaces, like, you know, the library or maybe the family room places you wouldn't bring mm-hmm. guests that you don't know very well. And then, of course, the private where you might bring guests, but that's a different thing. You have to know them pretty well to take them to your bedroom, yeah. I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it depends on the situation and depends on the person themselves and the culture. And uh, but but it needs to be well thought, depending on the, this fa- this certain family, their habits, 
uh, who, who are they entertaining? What kind of expect guests they're expecting? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it might vary like how comfortable they feel having people in their houses. They don't have to do what everybody else is doing. They could set it up in a way that they have an entertainment space that makes them feel okay. I find my level of uh, comfort in having people over to my house has changed during this after the pandemic. Mm. So I feel comfortable on my front porch and I have nice furniture out there now. So I can, it's like a little living room and I feel okay out there. I get a little more, I get a little more anxious as people come into my house. So I feel it more than I, than I used to in terms of like how okay I am with people coming in. But okay. So that's good to think about. Another thing would be views and green and plants. Plants not only serve as air purifier, they also provide, um, they, they support our mental health for some reason. Um, mm. The closer to nature we are, and that includes sunlight too, that the better our mental health gets. So natural views, a lot of green, a lot of house plants, that's definitely important. I'm sure you know about, you know that there's a whole science called biophilia and it studies that the effect of nature on our mental health. I think houseplants are great. A lot of people think they can't grow houseplants and they're just not growing the right houseplants in the right place. And that's the same for all plants. They just need to be, you know, where, where they can get their needs met. So you could design for houseplants. You can create places to put them. You can create ways that they can frame the windows. Or you can really, people I know who are into houseplants have designed their space to accommodate them in a beautiful way. So yeah. that seems to be not something people are that interested in talking to me about, but I feel like it can make a huge difference. Yes. And there are a lot of plants that you don't have to kill the plants. Yeah. That's not a thing. huge difference for air quality. And, and there are certain plants that I don't have them on the top of my mind, my probably on my blog, but uh, there are certain plants that have better effect in purifying the air. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then if you have a cat, there's that balance too, because some of them are toxic to cats. Yeah. So, but it's, it's worth, I think it's worth planning for houseplants in your house for your mental health and health mm -hmm. yeah so yeah health in general we need to move more that's 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 a fact so um if you have stairs and you can climb up the stairs make it a point that you go up and down and move around the house so don't be uh, <laughs> don't be afraid to use the stairs uh, another thing i wanted to mention is curves it turned out that curves for some reason, curves makes us happy or makes us feel safe. Hmm. Interesting. That might. Um, you think it has to do with plants or just a natural yeah, shape? Yeah, organic. I don't know. It does yeah. have to do with nature. Maybe they hmm. maybe didn't figure out why yet. But yeah, yeah, I think so. Does that mean that we should create our house in curves? No. Uh, that is, if it's going to be expensive, no, that's going to be ridiculous too. Yeah, that's a little expensive. <laughs> um, curvature rooms, but they do. So maybe we can use a piece of art or a piece of furniture if that's affordable. It depends on the, their budget. Mm. But curves do make us feel happy and safe. I have this idea that the next house I'm going to move to is going to be a little cottage-like house with round doors and windows, round top. Mm. You think mm. that's because I feel like it? But they could be like a gothic arch, a pointed arch, that's okay too. But just the idea of having little rounded doors, it just feels like my life would be so um, happy. <laughs> I feel like my life yeah. would be 
happy if I had round top doors. Is that kind of silly? I guess it's because it's a certain kind of fantasy style cottage that I also just imagine having a simple, happy life in. So, but yeah, for some reason, I'm I'm really right now drawn to drawn to those. But you know what I mean, though? The old yes. thick wooden doors that are round on the top and I don't know. So yeah, I can, I can, I totally think curves would make me happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't know if that's what research says. Mental health research is that looking at curves um, makes us feel safer and better. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Other thing, which other things are, are not related to our mental health, but our physical or probably respiratory health is uh, the indoor air quality. That's that's yeah. really really important yeah uh again we need to ventilate and and it turned out mechanical ventilation does not do as good job as natural ventilation does so uh if you can open your windows open them as much as again. i think each one of even myself needs a reminder to use operable windows most of the time yeah you might do you have air conditioning in your house? I do have central, yes. Yeah. You don't need any reminder if you don't have air conditioning, I can tell you. <laughs> to open the window. There are lots of bacteria and mold that can live in HVAC systems. Probably you're lucky that way because your systems are naturally getting clean and cleansed. Yep. <laughs> your house systems <laughs> clean and cleansed. Yeah. Uh there is a legionella or mold that can live in HVAC, so these needs to be checked. Mm. Um, and, and the HVAC systems and the ducts needs to be checked periodically. Otherwise, it will have really dangerous effects on our uh, respiratory system. I had yeah. a, I had an air quality uh, episode. I pretty recently, so in I don't know, maybe a month ago. So if anybody wants to listen to that. About radon and indoor air quality? I listened to that. It was awesome. And oh, it was okay. shocking to hear that um, candles are not so good for our health. I, <laughs> that was a bummer to me because I, I know love that was. candles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that it would have little molecules of not so yeah. great things. Yeah. Yeah. It is a little disappointing to hear that, though. <laughs> I agree. All right. So is there anything... Anything else people should be considering when they're... So if they're buying a house, they, I would recommend they look into a, a walkable community or a walkable area. That mm. would make a big difference. Yep. And I wish I had, you know, the, the authority or the effect to let the all cities uh, make their neighborhoods walkable. Mm. Yeah, that is really important for our yeah. mental health. Yeah. Okay. And physical health. We want to... Yeah. Of course, and the physical health. Yeah, I mean, obviously the physical health, but just I think for our mental health too, it helps. I mean, for physical yeah. and mental health, walking is great. Mm-hmm. And also you can meet your neighbors and you can be in nature and you can. Exactly. Going on a walk. When you are helping somebody redesign their house, do you mm-hmm. talk to them about these things, these aspects? I do, yeah. Yeah. I do. I wish they'd listen more. <laughs> but I do, yeah. I do, and I'm trying to spread the word. Yeah, every once in a while, I have an episode about mental, like designing, thinking about our own human health needs and mental health needs. You know, 
yeah. in, in what we're designing. I think people get kind of caught up in like Instagram photos and beautiful pictures of whatever other people are yeah. doing. And, and I kind of lose track. Like today you could open your windows and you could put out some house plant. You could go get some house plants and take a walk. Yeah. You know, make things I forgot to mention one thing, one really striking thing. They said, uh, as a culture, we spend, we spend so much money on supplements and trainers and, and we don't pay enough attention to what we're breathing and the spaces we're living in. And if we just put a bit more effort and not that much money, that would make a lot of difference. And we're ne completely neglecting them. As a, as a society, there, there are trillions are being spent on, you know, dietary supplements. Yeah. And, you know, just it's like there are simple things we can do. It might seem like we don't have $200,000 to do a bunch of things to our house, but we can do a few really important yeah, open things. Open your window. Open your window, right? Well, thank you, Isra. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks again to Isra for joining me. And if you'd like to see more of Isra, you can visit her website, which is trivecarchitects.com. That's T-R-I-V-E-K-A-R-C-H-I-T-E-C-T-S.com. I'll have the other links in the show notes. Thank you for listening, as always. And also in the show notes, you will find many helpful links. So go check them out. And my website is linked there. My architecture website is linked there. My social media accounts are linked there. If you have suggestions or comments, I love hearing from you. I haven't heard from anybody lately, so send me an email at thehousemaven at talkinghomerenovations.com. I guess I'm bragging now, but I understand that I am number one in home and garden in Armenia. So for that person listening in Armenia, thank you very much. I do find that pretty exciting. So if you go to my website, talkinghomerenovations.com, you will find episode enhancements episode enhancements or more information about these episodes where we can't put photos in the show notes. So often I have photos or other tidbits of information. So check those out on the website. I also have transcripts. We're building all the transcripts in there. Not quite there yet, but getting there. There's information about being a guest. If you think you have a great story, please apply to be a guest. I would love to talk to you about it. You can catch up on past episodes there you want to join my mailing list for a weekly dose of the episode enhancement coming straight to your inbox you can sign up for my for my mailing list and the link of course is in the show notes i have a getting started booklet if you're you're wondering how to start anything it's just a, a bunch of writing that i have done on the subject and it is free for signing up for my mailing list but anyway that's also on my website and if you're in massachusetts and you need another set of eyes on your design or you need some design advice I've got an Ask an Architect Design Helpline. Of course, you know where the link is in the show notes. This podcast is a member of Gable Media, which is the most engaged AEC multimedia network on the planet. Check out the podcast and video channels that are a part of that network at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. This podcast is a production of my architecture firm, Demios Architects, where we believe that architects are for everyone. So until next time, take care.
we're going to be talking about how to make our houses healthier for our mental health and our physical health through design.